The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave him the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the father's will? They answered the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the the way of righteousness, you did not believe him. But tax collectors and prostitutes did. But even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. I start with a quote from a saint that adorns our church, St. Therese of Lisieux. I beg you, O my divine bridegroom, to be the restorer of my soul, to act in me despite my resistance. And lastly, I wish to have no other will but yours. Thus, after coming each evening to the foot of your altar, I will finally reach the last evening of my life. Then will begin for me the unending day of eternity when I will place in your divine heart the struggles of exile. Amen. It is my great desire to see all of you grow in your love for the Lord. As I look upon you each week making your way to church, it's evident that there is a deep conviction in your families that God is here. It's true, we all have varying degrees of faith, but we do have faith. Take it in for a moment. We are all believers inside this building. And though we be surrounded by thousands of people in the world who don't know Jesus, we do. And we believe he is alive and in fact alive inside of me and the person next to me. St. Therese helps us get started this morning. Thus, after coming each evening to the foot of your altar, I will finally reach the last evening of my life. What will that moment be like for me? The last evening of my life. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to open my heart to hear his words for me this week and live them with deep serenity and peace. Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. What is Jesus saying to us with the example he used in the parable of the two sons? 
Here are some bullet point ideas that may help your reflection this week on this reading. Do I see Christ acting in the world by the way he takes care of the poor and the most vulnerable? And do I see the way they respond? If I don't see the former, I won't see the latter. When I see sin abounding in the world, is my reaction to criticize or say, how can I help? Remember, the church is a field hospital and rapidly growing so. Is there someone I know in the community or in the parish that I could help? That might be your takeaway. I could sit down right now and that would be a good homily. But unfortunately, I have more to say. (laughs) Did you know that St. Joseph's is like a beacon of light in this area? Do you know that you are a beacon of light in Raleigh, wherever you live? Why? Because we are called to imitate Jesus. So today, this morning, with Jim, John, and Brandon at Moore Square. We've met Wilbur umpteen times. Today, he gave me his written testimony. I smoked crack cocaine for 20 years, and I'm still around to talk about it. I was in a drug house in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I smoked so much crack until my shirt on my left side was moving like a windstorm. That's the first page. I'm going to stop there and go to the last page. And in those days, men shall seek death and shall not find it. And I shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. Revelation. Now I do street ministry, write biblical tracts, tutor people in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and speaking engagements in churches and schools. I'm also an official greeter at the Salvation Army on Person Street and the Sacred Heart Cathedral Church on Hillsborough Street in Raleigh for their outreach ministry. I sit in Moore Square Park many days, wishing that I was never on drugs. Then I could have, have, I could have my family back, friends, money in my pocket, And then I wouldn't have to walk by restaurants and smell bacon and eggs and not be able to go in. Thank God for all this because I was only, because it was only God that brought me out of everything. Do I see those who are on the periphery? And do I see their response? All right, where were we? Complete my joy for being in the same mind. Complete my joy of being of the same mind. Paul here draws us into the heart of Jesus. Though he was talking about himself and encouraging the readers of this letter to be of the same mindset as himself, we know that Paul allowed Jesus to live inside of him. This letter is a beautiful description of how someone who is emptying himself so that God lives inside of him now. So is this. 
doing. So how? How do I have a description of life like Paul and like Wilbur? Doing nothing out of selfishness or out of vain glory. Rather humbly, humbly regarding others as more important than yourselves. This is how we become a little light in the world. A light like St. Therese or St. Therese of Calcutta. What did John the Baptist say? I must decrease, he must increase. John and Paul were of the same mindset. They had the same heart of Jesus. What about us? I don't know about you, but when I come to the last evening of my life, I want to be empty of myself as much as possible. It's perhaps one of the most powerful experiences of a priest to be at the bedside of a dying person. Even with all the pain that surrounds these moments, the presence of God is not of this world. I guess the best word to describe it is love. The person being emptied of self. We can pause for a moment and remember these words of the psalm. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from of old. The sins of my youth and my frailties remember not. In your kindness remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Well, because I didn't intend to, uh, I didn't obviously have Wilbur's testimony before I prepared this homily. I'm going to skip the last one and finish with this. What are your takeaways? I would like to invite all of you in praying with me for the Synod in Rome this month of October. We will dedicate Wednesday evening and Friday evening with this intention. If we don't pray for the Synod in Rome that begins in a couple of days, we absolutely miss out. We absolutely miss the boat. We are completely in the dark. So I'm not going to add any more prayer time at St. Joseph's because I think we're pretty much at max. But we're going to use the prayer times that we already have in store in place. Wednesday night and Friday night. Prepare yourself for, the, for your last evening in life. And simply imagining it and placing yourself in its everlasting mercy. That was number two. Number three. Lastly, and probably most importantly, take care of each other. When you hear someone is suffering, don't fall into gossip. (laughs) It doesn't help. Rather, be a helping hand, an open ear, a wide open embrace. With prayer and thanksgiving, we now make our petitions known to God the Father. For the shepherds of the church, for the Pope, bishops, and priests, that their faith-filled teaching and preaching will lead all God's people into the one sheepfold of grace. We pray to the Lord. That those who hold public office will imitate the goodness of God, who secures justice and the rights of all the oppressed, and that during this Respect for Life Month, we will work fervently 
to advance the gospel of life. We pray to the Lord. For our parish to be ever more devoted to Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, we pray to the Lord. For the grace this week to have greater faith in the Lord and his providence and of readiness to do his will, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Helen Rennick. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy draw close to them and raise them up, we pray to the Lord. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest granted to them, O Lord. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Loving Father, let the peace of heaven that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and minds through Christ our Lord. Amen.